please enjoy this classic clip from the I Love Gringo Letters Patreon archives. Hey, you guys. Welcome to I Love Gringo Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspapers, television, and radio lift out the Green Guide. I am Steel Saunders, and I do love those Green Guide letters. Very exciting episode. We've got a returning letter lover. We've got a new, highly sought-after letter lover. Returning, you would know him from the Little Dum Dum Club and his work on Dubbo FM. <laughs> it's Tommy Dasselo. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Good. I really hope, I don't know if people can hear this, but I really hope people listening can hear the symphony of construction work that is going on around us while we're recording this. Yeah, ironically, that's my old apartment getting made I'd, a lot better. Yeah, I saw that on the way up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, not only did they move me, they're now going to wreck what tatters of a career I have with this podcast. Well, I think they're like kind of annexing that apartment off the building and they're going to put it into the podcasting museum so so that people can walk and sit in the actual spot where... Some of the greats have come to talk about Green Guide letters. Okay, I hope the podcasting museum's got a, a very easy to understand explanation of what podcasting is. Yeah, and they're just going to dip Luke McGregor in carbonite and just have him <laughs> suspended from the ceiling. <laughs> He's no good to me, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet Star Wars reference to get the show going. Our other letter lover. This has taken a year of DMs, several international trips. We've stripped the podcast budget dry. We are now negative $11,000. I first knew her from Triple J's at lunchtime or Spicks and Specs or even on Nice. She did text me just before the show to make sure it wasn't just going to be us. It's Miff Warhurst. <laughs> Well, you, you know, you never know. You never know. You, you get called up to do things and you turn up and it's just you and a guy. Luckily, I know you still, so it's fine. You, you, you're to be trusted. And you've fallen in love with your cat on Instagram. So yes. there, there was no way I could say no to coming along. At I Love Green Guide Letters, the policy is come for the cat, stay for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just go down out the front of Channel 10, which is around the corner, and just dangle the cat to lure in yeah. unsuspecting celebrities. Well, once that podcast museum gets up and running, they're going to be coming for Jerry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> once it gets some traction, they're oh. going to want him. It's so exciting. The podcast museum is going to have its own petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be great. What other animals would feature in a podcast museum? I'm, I'm trying to Well, think. Matt, Mark Maron's cats, they'd be bringing yeah. them oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've talked about my dog on our podcast okay. a couple of times, so they'd be coming for him. I'm fine with that. That'd be a temporary exhibit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty old, yeah. No doubt I'll talk about my cats, Terry and Steve, while I'm here. Yeah. Well, then once so you do, then they're going to be up for grabs in. for the I'm museum as well. Yeah, so it's I've pretty much just all cats stuffed. in this museum now. Yeah. Oh, I love Terry and Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like two people that beat me up out the front of the Rosebud pub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, one of them probably could beat us all up, but the other one, not, not a chance. I should just get out there. We're in the lead up to the big 100th episode spectacular, <laughs> the 99th episode, which we're actually having. We're having a live episode in this apartment. No way. Yeah. Some people have said that's a stupid idea. (laughs) And that's everyone that's heard the idea but me. So that's exciting. That is sold out, you guys. So uh, don't miss out on the 100th episode. It's on the 30th of November. I was going to say, can you forward me a list of the contact details of everyone who's coming to the show here? Because then that's a list of people that have your address. So that if you go missing, like I think we'll need that list. Do you have a stalker or anything like that that you don't know of yet? 
No, really? I think I'm pretty unstalked. Um, if anyone in my life's going to be doing the stalking, it will be me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm coming to stalk your cat now that I've been here. So. Well, Jerry will be doing a meet and greet um, <laughs> right. after the podcast. Signing photos. <laughs> I've, I've got to make one of those, um, uh, you know, at the Oscars or at, a, at an event at a launch, how you've got mm-hmm. that back thing with like the sponsors and oh, people yeah, get photos. Yeah. Oh, and Jerry can have the nail can. You know how like on the Oscars this year, I think they had, it was for the ladies to put their hands in a box and show off their individual nail oh, polish. Yeah. <laughs> it was called the nail cam. It was, it was like uh, pretty much the world is going to end now that we've got nail cam. But Jerry can have his own on yeah. the floor. So that'd be well, what great. about that? Um, the, at the, was it the Brownlow a couple of years ago? They had oh. that rotating platform. Oh, the microwave. That they made the, all the, rotisserie. Wags, the rotisserie <laughs> that they made all the wags stand on and just oh. stand motionless while they slowly spun around. But really wobbly so as well. It was one of the funniest things Why did anyone agree to do seen. that? It's so <laughs> demeaning. I just love at what point did people just decide to go, I'm not going to bring it up. It's a bad idea. Like, cause <laughs> how could anyone watch that and go, that's going to be awesome. The organiser was like pissed in a kebab joint and just saw <laughs> the lamb spinning and was like, there's something in this. There is something in this. <laughs> well, there's a lot of dirty birds around when yeah, that yeah. was a so, in- Including myself. So, you know, it's my Did you go on the rotisserie? No, I've never been on the rotisserie. Oh, oh goodness me. Put me on a rotisserie. <laughs> it's really late in the morning for that. It's just like lazy bullet time for the Matrix, but there's no awesome technology involved in it. It's just <laughs> instead of having a billion cameras, they've got one and a little plate. Yeah, I'm sure after the Brownlow, there was a few dudes taking the red pill. <laughs> Where have you been, Miff? Where have you been? I've been overseas. Okay, I moved um, to London late last year, I think. So I've been I've been gone for about a year mm-hmm. and uh, uh, living in London, giving it a crack over there. With, you know, <laughs> varying degrees of success. But it's hard starting from scratch and just throwing everything away and trying to, you know, establish yourself again. So it's been really interesting. I picked up a few gigs here and there and um, I haven't picked up some gigs here and there as well. That, 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 that sentence just sounded like the opening of like a one-woman like version of Laverne and Shirley. Like, oh. we're going <laughs> to do gonna it. Make our dreams come true. <laughs> but I don't think anyone wants to watch a show about a 40-year-old lady having a midlife crisis. So she, did, <laughs> so she disappears off, off overseas and, uh, you know, and tries to find herself. I think that's been done. It's called Eat, Pray, Love. And, and mine would be so much more depressing. So much more. <laughs> Eat Pat Myth. <laughs> I did fly my cats over, so you know that's that's probably the highlight of the last twelve months. Um, Sweet cat vacation. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but What's no, it's it? been good. It's been really good, actually. I think I needed to get out and see the world a bit and change change my perspective on things because mm. you know you, you, when you've worked along, I've worked for twenty years here and I've lived in Melbourne for most of that time. I just felt like I needed to you know run around and put my face in other people's faces for a bit and see what would happen. Not much, mind you. (laughs) (laughs) Visit some overseas Nando's. Oh, yeah. Well, I've done that. Uh, It's worth it, though, because Nando's is a whole different ballgame over there. Oh, yeah. You get table service. It's quite new over there, too. They they still get excited when you talk about Nando's over there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because it's like a a bit of a – it's a bit classy. Yeah, it is a little bit classy for a chicken joint. Yeah, and I think they're trying to do that here. Like, they're treating it like it is because – Price-wise, but then you're just getting your food in a bag <laughs> with plastic cutlery. Yeah, the inflation rate at, at Nando's is out of control. Yeah. What are, what are we talking? I mean, look, let's be honest. Australia's really expensive. When you're living overseas, everyone says, oh, it's Absolutely. really expensive. But if you're earning the local dollar, 
it's a lot cheaper probably because there's a bigger population. Australia blows my mind. Go out for a, you know, a chicken parmesan at, the, at a fairly ordinary pub, 30 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Well, yeah. appearing on and this I've podcast had... costs 40. Oh, well, that cup of water cost me about 10, so thanks for that. But, yeah, it's really, it's quite, I'd never really thought about it. I guess we're so lucky and privileged here that the economy's quite good, even though everyone says it's not. And, um, yeah, it's quite an eye-opener. I've never really thought about that sort of stuff before. Yeah, because I, I, I went to London last year to do a work thing and was being paid from back here in Australian dollars. And hang was, on, hang on. A work thing. It's <laughs> a work thing. <laughs> he was appearing as the Commonwealth Bank's C. Commonwealth Bank's C. I was in a, ad, a series of adverts for the Commonwealth Bank. Were you in the one where they put the lettering incorrectly and it ended up highlighting the letters C, U, <laughs> N. No. And that, do you remember that one? No. That was a that was a joke that people made about the ad that they're in. Believe it or not, that wasn't officially sanctioned by the Commonwealth Bank. <laughs> Riff has been watching Commonwealth Bank up late. <laughs> You just said you've been in the industry for 20 years and you honestly thought that they got an ad on TV where they had the letters C-U-N-T up on a screen. Remember that? I believed. I believed. No, I, I do like that moment when the rea- it's been long oh. enough that the reality and the fiction merges so into one. I'm so disappointed. I thought they were in on the joke. No, I... Well, I, I mean, I thought they were actually... It was... They put all these billboards up and then almost immediately people started vandalising them and doing that. And, I, like... It's, yeah, it's hard to believe that they didn't know that that was a thing that was going to happen. But also, like, why would you want – I guess maybe, like, they knew but they just don't care. Like, advertising is so weird where they just want people to be talking about it in any way. But, uh, Genius. But, yeah. Genius. But being the sea, tell me. What? Being the sea. Well, we went over to London to film some stuff at the Olympic Games. It was bad oh. for his back. Really? Being yeah, harsh it was. Time. Yeah, oh, it was very harsh. Yeah, I was running around because my cousin lives there, and I was running around saying, "I don't know what everyone complains about. It's fucking cheap as here." And she was saying, "Yeah, because you're paying with your Australian money. Like you're yeah. not like if you're earning a wage here, yes. you earn like four pounds an hour, and yeah, dinner's good, like twenty. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Well, not where I live, it's pretty cheap. Oh, really? So that's good. Come to the east. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Stay away from where the tourists go in the west. Come to the east. Okay. It's, it's much cheaper over there. Okay. Travel tips. <laughs> east 17 in the House of Love. Pretty close. Pretty close to House of Love. Really? Walthamstow. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it real. Fairly close. Well, when I, get a, when, when I get a role with the ANZ Bank as the H in their fuckhead campaign, <laughs> I'll, I'll come, come visit. <laughs> <laughs> the budget on that, the number of letters that they have to pay. Oh. <laughs> I, I just like if, if people have been listening to this podcast for a while, the um, the progression of like when it was about to come out mm. and when it was airing, Tommy's just like, nah, let's mm. not talk about that. But now the check has been the check has clearly the, been cashed. The check's cleared and all of it has been spent. So <laughs> come after me all you want. I got nothing to give. <laughs> a job like that though like is that just through an agent or something do you you know I, and they say we want you to be the c or we just want you to be uh, oh this is a classic how did you get that yeah, yeah. very roundabout way of asking how did you get that um mm, mm. no i just there's a, a a girl called uh lisa who does a bit of stand-up who works at a casting agency and she's just put a she casts all her mates yeah well she's just put a whole bunch of comics on the books and just they look through and go yeah he looks fucked get him in so <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> pretty that's, much what happens. That's not true. No, but the, like the first the audition, bit, the, the first bit. audition I ever went to, the first audition I ever got asked to do it was back. It was back when like MySpace was prominent, so I got yeah. hit up through that, and it was this uh, lady went, "Oh, I'm the ABC," and 
we saw your video of your stand-up. We'd like you to come in and it's this sitcom that we're putting together. And I was like, oh, great. And then I get sent the the script and the character description and the description of the character they wanted me to audition for was the guy's short, overweight... Oh. With a huge nose and a receding hairline. It was just shot after shot after <laughs> shot. Me going, things are looking up. Oh, no, hang on. So, good times. I've often wondered, though. I mean, there was things are spelt out in scripts like that. Yeah. Which would be hard as an actor. But you watch TV shows and you see people that are cast in... Um, a negative light, I guess. And you wonder yes. how their agent ever made that phone yes. call to me. Hey, we've got this role. They want someone to be. Nothing fascinates me more than, than knowing how that stuff works. Like yeah. whether those people just make peace with it. And I guess, you know, at the end of the day, you're working. Like you're getting yep. roles yep. out of it. But still, it must be a, a bitter pill to just day after day yeah. be going. And, and, and auditioning for that thing as the fat idiot or whatever and then not getting it. Oh, don't. Like the amount of those that they'd have to do. (laughs) He's got warts all over his face. He's sweating. He's fat. He's bald and he's unattractive. Nah, you're just not quite bald enough, enough, mate. I I think they do like this. Like, you know, the agent, a good agent would be like, you know, Christian Bale in The Machinist. (laughs) Well, this is going to be your machinist. It's it's, it's fat, (laughs) short dude. Make a transformation. Oscar, you'll get an Oscar. Mm. How about we love some Green God letters, you guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, it's always exciting when we get to uh, go down into the cellar of the apartment and crack open the Green Guide Letter archives. (laughs) I'm hoping there's my little fingers across that there might be a Green Guide Letter that involves me and it's one of my favourite moments in print of my entire career. I put it on the fridge. No pressure. If this is it, I'm so excited. Well, there's several. You you have many hits in the, uh, the Green Guide Letter archives. I think... More than anything, you get lots of letters printed because, like, Miff makes for a really good, like, punny title. Oh, yeah. yeah. Miff, they, what, they think it's, like, myth, you know. They, they're usually something to do with myths and something, or I'm really miffed. Yeah, oh, that's a they're popular upset. one. That's a good one. That is a popular one. Um, how about we go to this one? This, this one's called More for Myth from July 9th, 2009. Ooh. Can I very quickly just say... Already alternate, better title, more for Miff, Miff Moorhurst. Oh! See, like, I, and I just came up with that then, and I'm not, I'm not a newspaper editor, so wow. I'm just going to say that's, I mean, that's clumsy at best. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed that classic Isle of Green Guide Letters clip. Now, here's the deal. We keep the last 25 new episodes free on the feed for anyone to download. But to dip into the archives, I invite you to check out the I Love Green Guide Letters Patreon page. Patreon is a really easy way for content providers like myself to reward listeners for supporting the podcast. And just for $3 a month, I give you complete access to our hundreds and hundreds of back episodes. You can download or listen to them on patreon.com or you can paste a quick and easy code into your podcast app of choice and download every episode just like a regular podcast. Along with the classic episodes for Patreon supporters, I also record the bonus After Letters show where myself and previous guests answer listener-supplied questions that, of course, go off into unexpected tangents. It's a really fun format that has become a favorite with our Patreon supporters. So the link is in the show notes of the very episode you're listening to now, or you can check it out at patreon.com forward slash I love 
of GG Letters. And then you can enjoy all the classic episodes featuring the likes of Will Anderson, Dave Anthony, Ronnie Chang, Santo Chilaro, Arthur Coma, Paul Dempsey, professional wrestler Mick Foley, Tom Gleason, Libby Gore, Tiffany Hall, Peter Hellier, Darren Hinch, Jonathan Holmes, Pete Holmes, Claire Hooper, Anthony Jeselnik, Jamoan, Samuel Johnson, Ed Cavalli, Andy Kinler, Kate Langbrook, Limo, Dylan Lewis, Sam Mack, Mark Marin, Tony Martin, Luke McGregor, Ryan Maloney, Lawrence Mooney, former Green Guide editor Andrew Murphy, Dave O'Neill, Celia Bacola, Sam Pang, Charlie Pickering, Randy the Puppet, Gareth Reynolds, Adam Richard, John Safran, Sam Simmons, Brody Stevens, Tim and Eric, Josh Thomas, Dave Thornton, Ash Williams, Merrick Watts, Adam Zwar, and you get it, quite obviously, so many more. Your support is so appreciated and also needed to help finance the future production of I Love Green Guide Letters. So just to recap, last 25 episodes, always up for free for anyone to download. But if you want to go into the archives, it is just $3 to support the podcast for the month. If you so wanted, you could pay $3, download all thousand plus hours of podcasting and that's it. But we would love for you to stick around and continue to support the podcast and enjoy the ongoing bonus episodes. Thank you guys so much. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guide Letters and our beloved Patreon supporters.